0: Welcome back to The Takeaway, it's Todd Willick with you today. Roughly one in 68 kids in the United States is diagnosed with Autism Spectrum Disorder, or ASD. Boys are four times more likely than girls to have the condition, and as a result, much of what's known about autism and the criteria for diagnosing the disorder is almost entirely developed from the study of boys. A group of researchers recently launched a major study of girls and women with autism. The fear here is that women and girls are underrepresented in diagnosis because clinicians looking for male-specific traits are more likely to miss or overlook those symptoms in girls who might be higher functioning. So there's a feedback loop. Emily Brooks was diagnosed on the spectrum disorder, on the spectrum as an adult. She's a graduate student in disability studies at the City University of New York, and she writes about gender, sex, and autism. She agrees that early diagnosis is important for everyone, but also worries that parsing out differences between boys and girls can perpetuate stereotypes.
1: There's been a myth that autism only exists in boys or that it's biologically more common for boys and men to be autistic than girls and women. And some of the larger organizations kind of perpetuate this myth by having things like lighted up blue with blue representing four times more boys than girls being on the spectrum. And I think as a culture, we just kind of got caught in the idea that being autistic is a male thing, when really it's just another way of being human.
0: So then it seems like there can be this dangerous feedback loop, right? Because if a lot of girls aren't included in the studies, then the clinicians might not recognize the symptoms when they're in girls or they're not thinking in those terms because they believe that it's a boy thing, essentially. So fewer girls are diagnosed when they should be. And then you're, you know, kind of back where you started.
1: That's exactly right. I think of this, you know, this one time where somebody told me about this research study for adults on the autism spectrum and asked me if I wanted to participate. And when I looked into it, they said it was only for men. They say that they have fewer women, and so they want it to be statistically significant. And then I get frustrated when I read articles about girls and women with autism because sometimes the articles make these broad-sweeping generalizations about what female autism should or does look like. Experts will have quotes saying girls' brains all do this or do that or girls are all interested in stereotypically girl things and that's why we're not diagnosing them because we're thinking about boy things. And it just drives me crazy because I don't feel like these things are true for everybody.
0: So clinicians might see some symptoms and they might miss it in a a female patient simply because they haven't read about it enough or maybe it didn't come up in the scientific meeting when everybody was talking about the latest findings.
1: It might go even farther than that. It might not just be that they haven't read research. It might also be that they've been specifically told that it's more likely for a girl or woman who comes into their office to have something besides autism because it's – become this culturally entrenched idea of it being a quote-unquote male thing.
0: So, Emily Brooks, if you don't mind talking about yourself a little bit, I'm interested in your own experience with this interaction between gender identity and autism diagnosis. What have you experienced yourself with your clinicians or your parents or just getting through the world?
1: I identify as being queer and non-binary, which to me just means that I don't feel like my gender identity fits. And one problem that I've had is autism services are not always LGBTQ-friendly or affirming, and yet LGBTQ community events are not necessarily accommodating to autistic people. So then I end up feeling kind of stuck in the middle, unsure where to go or which one can be my community. What I'm worried about is that because scientists and researchers and medical professionals are trying so hard to figure out what autism looks like in girls and women, that they're going to accidentally end up coming up with a gender stereotyped idea of girl autism versus boy autism. By saying, girls don't do this, boys do that, And then I worry that it's going to erase everybody who falls in the middle and doesn't fit exactly into the gender binary.
0: Still, this can be really difficult, I think, for a lot of clinicians, even those that understand what you're saying, because so many of the patients who come through the door to be diagnosed or evaluated are small kids may not have confronted any of these issues, at least not in an outward way yet. And certainly, in many cases, their parents are not prepared for this type of conversation coming from a doctor or from anyone else. They just want a diagnosis and treatment for their girl or their boy. I mean, that's natural in a way.
1: It has become natural because of the way that we too often see gender as inextricably linked to biological sex. And If people look at autism through a medical lens as something that needs to be fixed and treated, well, that's a problem in and of itself, instead of seeing it as a different way of being and figure out how can you support people whose minds are different with being successful in the world.
0: Emily Brooks is a graduate student at the City University of New York Graduate Center. She's a journalist who writes about gender, sex, and autism. It's been a pleasure having you here, Emily.
1: Thank you so much.